I think we okay, did. Okay, well, you go first then. It's Christmas time. Yeah, what do you, what would song would you pick? Like, what's your go-to? Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. Do we have to pay for rides for this? Yeah, only if you sing more than two lines. So I think we have to stop. We have to stop there. y'all welcome back to the don't mom alone podcast i'm your host heather mcfadden and this is still the place where i get to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone and in this episode i am welcoming back my friend cynthia yanoff of the mesmerized podcast and we're getting sidetracked with the holidays please excuse our singing but also join in at any moment in this episode if you want to sing along Today, we're doing a little rapid fire Christmas style, sharing some of our own holiday memories. We're answering a listener's question, a question that I think all moms have. How do we keep the holidays simple, focused on Jesus and serving others? It just feels like a unicorn. And we're going to do our best to share how we've processed and solved that for each of our families uniquely. I always love and appreciate how Cynthia and I differ on things, and I hope that you find yourself somewhere in the middle and that we bring you a little joy this holiday season. Let's get right to it. Here we go. Anybody else would have just said like, hey, it's Christmas. No. And they would have been like, slavers ring. I no, I us. like A Holy Night is probably one of my top. Oh. For sure. And you know what? Our boys are in a band, and we could maybe tell them we could be backup singers. For their Oh Holy Night. Let me tell you For their band. Listen, I know that the Lord is honored no matter what, but there is some bad business on Oh Holy Night during the holidays that comes out. Like, it's one of those songs, like, it's like the national anthem. What? Not anybody can sing it. Oh, I see what you're saying. And so you show up somewhere, and someone thinks they can sing Oh Holy Night, and you know what I say to that? It feels less holy when you (laughs) sing it. There's a little less holy happening, a little less set apart. Right. 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 Tracy, so, Tracy. Holy. Holy means set apart. Set apart. Let's do a little rapid fire Christmas style. Real or fake tree in the Yanoff house? I know this is rapid fire. Can I please give a real quick explanation? Just and rapid we'll come fire back quick. I know. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right now, it's fake, but can we come back later and talk about um, an artificial, if you will? Can we talk about how we've always been real until recently? But yeah, for right now, but I just feel like I have to preface that because I love a real tree. Okay. What about you? Fake. Been fake. Always I even fake? have a used fake tree that we've used the last eight years. And I have a whole story with that too. But yes, fake. The only time I think Bruce and I ever had real was San Francisco. We had a real tree. Interesting. Yeah, that's it. Uh, elf on a shelf or shepherd on a search? <laughs> shepherd on a search is that a thing that? did you get to send that no. it's a real thing people you can do that if you want if you want to do a christian version of elf on the shelf and, then, and there's no pressure i mean elf on the shelf it's not like it's just a fun activity but are you are you elf on a shelf shepherd Gosh, on no i feel like everyone listening knows that too i'm not a good enough parent you are an amazing parent to do every night i'm trying to be like discreet <laughs> for whoever's kids in the back seat right now. Oh, but, right. Right. Well, okay. So I'm a no on that. You're a no. Mm-hmm. I have had years where I've tried mm-hmm. and I did the shepherd on a search and then I feel like they're, oh, star from afar. So the, 
I cannot. The shepherd I won't. would move with the star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a thing. So I, yeah, I did sometimes. And then I tried Elf on the Shelf maybe once. So then we could do, like, you could do, like, all kinds of biblical versions. You could do, like, the cloud that led the Israelites. And, and oh, you could if do, it was like, outside of Christmas time? Yeah, you could do, like, manna when you see <laughs> stuff all over the floor on any on a Tuesday. I mean, there's all kinds of, okay. Uh are you guys, do you send out Christmas cards with like the perfect picture and you've already taken your family photo? I know you have. You took a family photo. Or are you just like, hey, we have the internet now, digital greeting. Mm-hmm. No, I'm a Christmas card girl. I love, I like the whole process of it. I literally love to write everybody's name, Wait, handwrite what? the envelopes. I really, I know it's weird as can be. Okay, I should have said that. Custom addressing or let no, it no. print it off? Letter. I like to do all of that. And I like to think of the people and in a perfect world, I pray over them, but that doesn't always happen. Oh I know it's stop gosh. everyone, right? Oh, and holy then, night. Here um, we go. Oh, holy night is right. But I love a Christmas card. Now I will tell you, my marriage is strong except for... <laughs> Christmas picture time and I mean I and I'm pretty laid back but I mean I yell at everybody and I'll be like shut up and smile everyone and uh, you can really? see, like I'm like come on and, I mean we're yeah. paying for this photographer I get a little I mean not that bad but a little nutsy but I do enjoy a Christmas card I didn't send one last year this year I'm back on and no I don't have the picture yet and it's time to have a picture I think this year I'm not doing a professional picture yeah and we're gonna use one that some stranger took of us when we were in Maui in Hawaii yeah, yeah. It's okay. not the best. I mean, I think my boys are wearing Hawaiian shirts, but it's it. That's what it is. It's okay, what wait. it's going to be. But I, yeah, I, there was one year we didn't send out a card and it was because Shutterfly lost them. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the mail or whatever. Yeah. And it was 2020. So that feels right on right. brand. That's totally on brand. Yeah. Okay. One other quick thing about the Christmas card and everyone listening knows this is true because you see them coming in the mail and you look and you care most about what you mom looks like in the picture because I've seen 100%. some come in and like 100%. the husband like literally is all but picking his nose. His <laughs> eyes are closed and I'm like, but she looks like fantastic. I'm like, you do Glamour. that girl. Yeah. Like you even above your kids, like you yeah. want your kids look cute and darling, but you're not sending one out where you look bad. A hundred percent. Okay. You have to look great. Yeah. But I am for like, I, I have in years paid a little extra for them to print off the addresses. On oh, the carts. Fancy. Well, it just, it's just a little bit more in the time. Like in years yeah. when I'm like writing a book, launching a book, maybe you should this year. I'm just saying. You've got mm-hmm. a lot going on. It's good. It's, I still love that people and I don't, I mean, I'm, I could still pray for them as I'm putting no, it in the envelope and looking it. I will say, shout out to an idea. Uh, my mentor and her best friend every year host a Christmas card addressing party. Oh, that's a great. It happens the week after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So you do, or you are a little motivated to order your cards and get them in and just make a decision on a picture or whatever. And then you all sit together and they like always make the exact same food. So they're not having to like reinvent mm-hmm. the wheel mm-hmm. and they have tables set up and you just talk to each other while you're stuffing envelopes, putting on stamps, yada, yada, yada. I love that. And okay, one not other. Not a lot of prayer happening. No, nobody no. prays over them. That's fine. You're you're um, over in the corner did you silently know? addressing all of your cards. Oh, <laughs> silent night. I'm over there like praying for each person while those heathens yeah. are eating there. Okay, wait. One other thing. Group me. Did you guys know uh, they should be our – please call them and have them sponsor today. Yeah, sure. Group me usually has and, – and I like a nice card. I like a thick card. I like all the things. But some years when I just don't care and I need it out, group me has like group me's for cards that are – Dirt cheap and they're great. What and are you saying? Group me is like the group texting? No. Group me is that is that not what it's called? Group what's me that? is like the texting no, what's that app. Coupon thing. Groupon? Oh yeah, sorry. 
Should we retape that? Are we just going to laugh about that? That's staying in. I'm so sorry. Groupon will have... Groupon has a really good one for like... I don't remember who it is. If you're trying to like watch the budget. Or Sam's Club, Costco. I know they'll do it too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, That wasn't so quick. You want to do one? Which one Um, do you want to talk about? Okay. Let's talk about eggnog or wassail. Wassail! I say that every time. Instead of what's up, I go, wassail! And my kids are like... like, what's up? I don't know why I do that. And my kids are like, please. I also... So which one is it for you? Um, do you like? I like them both, but I really, really? enjoy a wassail. But I'll I'll drink some eggnog. Don't do that. That's the sound of drinking wa- of eggnog. Really? That's disgusting. It's huh. so gross. Well, it's too much. Okay. Well, egg. who who drinks raw eggs? I want to thank Borden for sponsoring <laughs> this today. But was- what's your wassail like when you think wassail? Because I think there's a wide. Range. Right. Well, I like to buy the ones at the at the fancy little like stationery stores where they have it what? in a little box and you can mix it with the apple cider. Like there's a mix and usually people give that to me as hostess gifts because I love me a lot of people over and they'll bring that. And I use that. However, if you want to go old school, you yeah. can get yourself some apple juice and some red hots. Laugh as you <laughs> will, people. It works. And you just have to make sure you mix it up. It's really, really good. Okay. Well, Bruce's mom is world famous in their little home about her wassail oh yeah will you share the recipe well it's a lot of spices thrown together oh yeah she would share it but it's just a lot of spices and like cinnamon sticks and nutmeg cloves and it's always on the stove at holiday time oh yeah Yeah. i love that okay um but some of the in-laws it's a little sweet for them i think she might add sugar to the apple juice yeah Mm -hmm. matching pjs or family gift like the night the before at our house the night before christmas Everybody gets their one gift, and every year it's PJ. wait their one gift for the whole Christmas. Yeah, we just do one gift, and it's PJs. No, it's the <laughs> night before gift, and it's PJs. And the, as the childrens have gotten older, yeah, the childrens are like, oh, and I like every year get the wrong size, and I don't really know why. I can't figure out pajamas for my kids, but my daughters like are either like ginormous or not. My sons, I got a pajama like pants x-rated last year like i'm like oh we're gonna need a longer shirt like bad things happen when i buy these christmas and you can't fix it it's christmas eve and and they're like do we have to i'm like nobody speaks of it yes you wear them and you're happy about it so you're yeah happy what yeah. about y'all uh we have so in bruce's side he has three sisters and there's all these cousins majority boys and it has been a tradition where they get the pjs they put them on and we go immediately to the mall and do a santa pick that is so fun so cute. And we have some hysterical Santa pics. Yeah. Whether you believe in Santa or not. It's just like a tradition. You gotta <laughs> believe to receive. What's, what's so bad is my sister-in-law has very tall sons. Like oh, one of them is six seven, six five, six. And so they're super tall for their age already. But this tradition, I think, continued until maybe 2020. So we're talking six foot. Yeah, men and, yes in matching pjs with like my little guy would be you know like five or six but they went along with it and her did. kids did mine were so embarrassed to go into the mall wearing pajamas right. that matched their cousins and i think now it's done i think it's okay over. now see we are back we we're saying every year because i have a but they're one. staying at home so i have a they're little they're not going to the mall in them no Right, right, right. With and I don't, I mean, we just wear cute clothes and we get a Santa picture every year. And my older ones are like, 
are we going to keep doing this? I'm like, yeah, because you have a first grade brother. So we're going to oh, keep doing it. Oh, this is true. So everybody Some of your it. traditions yeah. you've got to yeah. hold on to because you've got. Because I got a little. Yeah. Okay. What What do you want to pick now? Okay. Um, let's talk about three gifts like Jesus got. Or you do more than that. I'm going to tell you something. I've got a real bandwagon about this. I love you guys out there who are only giving three gifts, okay? And I have friends that do this. They're like, well, that's all Jesus received. I'm like, okay, well, Jesus was born in a stable and y'all are using hospitals. So <laughs> Not let's... even in a stable, cave. Okay, fine. So listen to this. Here's what the thing is. I figured out these three present people. We obviously do not. We do more than three gifts. The three present people... It only counts for the mom and dad. So grandparents are bringing in a truckload. They have right. backed up a truck and dropped it in your living room. Mm. And or the three gifts is like 17 gifts in one package. And then 17. I'm like, okay, let's just call it what it is. Yeah, Nobody out there has given literally a book, a pair of pajamas, and a nightlight. And that's it this year. Nobody's doing that, I, I think. I'm doing this. Oh, you are. But not three gifts like Jesus. I started with the boys four things. And it did the like well, that's need, just read, want, and then I did made. So I would make them something. <laughs> and their main gift was what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And then like maybe, you know, Santa gift. And then you're right. It doesn't end there. Like I would do, okay, we have a family game that I give every year. And like, but they also do have a grandparents gift. And usually it is one thing okay. because they have so many yeah. grandkids. Like yeah. it can't be a bedillion. Bedillion? That's not a word. No, bazillion. Bazillion. I will say, I think Bruce and I landed on the... A few gifts each a long time ago because we watched and I hope I don't think my niece and nephew listen to this they're older now okay yeah 30 but there was a Christmas we were in Florida and my sister piles of gifts for them Mm -hmm. piles and they come out Christmas morning and they go is this it and Bruce and I witnessed that as like 20 somethings and we were like nope no yeah I get that so we I mean it's there's never enough there's never enough like never enough more singing what's happening thinking of cousins and pj picks at the mall it's reminding me of one of my favorite gifts cynthia and i are about to get into gift giving traditions but one gift that i have loved giving my mom and my in-laws and i just got one for our family is our skylight frame And when these pictures of my boys when they were super tiny pop up on the screen, it just brings a lot of nostalgia. I even think my boys have appreciated seeing pictures from our past and being reminded of the connectedness of our family. I think I'm going to upload some pictures that are holiday specific from travels with their grandparents, with each other, and then those Santa pics that we've taken I love that I could give it to my mom who lives in Florida, my in-laws who are uh, north of us that... I can preload the frame before they even open it. So when they unwrap it and plug it in, those memories are right there. It is such a perfect gift also because you could go in on it together. If you and your siblings or other group want to go in together and get it, all you need is an email address that's associated with the frame. Skylight makes it really easy to set that up. And then anyone who has that email address can just email pictures to that frame and they'll show up. So I can send my mom pictures at any time to the email address. And if she loves the picture, which I know she will, she just taps the heart button and it sends me a thank you email. Such a great way to stay connected if you're long distance. It's also beautiful. It's HD resolution. It looks like a real modern photo frame. 
Uh, you can either do portrait or landscape. It's a large 15-inch frame, and they have all these color options on the frame, black, white, silver, limited edition poppy, which is like an orangey red, and gold. And through their app, I can easily send and scroll through photos. It's easy to set up with – they just connect to the Wi-Fi for your grandparents, and there's satisfaction guaranteed. If you love it, which I know you're going to love it, if you don't love it, they offer a 120-day return but I think you will because it's a top-rated brand, over a million happy customers, thousands of five-star reviews, and it's available in over 30 countries. As a special limited-time offer for our listener, you get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com forward slash alone. To get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com forward slash alone. That's spelled out S K Y. L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash alone. Yeah, what was a favorite gift you got? Favorite gift for me, I remember. And you know, it is interesting because, and this is like life lesson and y'all know this, but I just want you to know your kids do not remember the gifts. And so like we anguish over these things or we worry because our budget isn't what we'd hoped it could be or all the things. And I asked my kids the other night, I'm like, what'd you get last year? They thought of, collectively one thing and <laughs> so just remember like yeah but one maybe I rem- that's because you got them a thousand things i did they i mean only like get 3, one then yeah. you remember um <laughs> they're little socks true. that they got well, no, i'll I was- never forget the year my mom bought me socks no, oh, i'm just kidding <laughs> um well you're making things so i feel <laughs> my certain- mom knit me socks i'm certain quade could come in and be like my mom's made gift last <laughs> oh, year was- my gosh. okay so my favorite was i got a the barbie van like i don't know oh, how old i was but yes. Not it was it a van. It was like a big, huge thing. Oh, and it would unfold. Yeah, the giant, sides would come down. I mean, it was fancy. You she guys. could live in it. Oh, Barbie was living. She was living in an airstream before living in an airstream was cool. Yeah. And so I got that, and it was really something. And we went over to like to the aunt and uncles or somebody's house, and I took it. We loaded it up in the car. It took this back seat. It was over my brothers, and they did not appreciate it. It was fantastic. That's amazing. Now, did you have one? And I also need you to tell me if you, if your family was in the Cabbage Patch craziness. So keep in mind, I am like JB and that I had siblings way, way older. Okay. And I had parents. My dad was a lawyer. He was well established in his career by the time I'm coming along. You okay? got something fancy. And it's what I'm, I'm getting homeschooled. Okay. So they're not spending money on private education, all that jazz. Okay. So you don't be, need to give this long precursor. I'm just saying. Okay. That... It's very memorable. We're going to judge you either way. Very memorable was the Barbie dream house oh, coming got, downstairs. Oh, I like, just got the sad van. You got the house. I just got one up so bad. My, I told you my bedroom had a loft. I told you that. I don't Like remember. a ladder that would go to this piece of uh-huh. like, an, I basically had an upstairs in my bedroom. Oh, wow. And that upstairs had all my Barbie stuff. Does anybody else feel like you're learning? <laughs> this is explaining a lot about Heather McFadden. Keep going. Oh. So yeah, I had a so that's where the dream house went, and I had so many Barbies, and it was this whole world. I I mean, that's why I loved the Barbie movie so much. But another very memorable one was coming downstairs, and there were two go karts in the living room. Wow, that's memorable. Wow. But one real standout was we'd opened everything, and we're sitting on the couches, and my dad goes, "Huh, what's that behind the couch?" And there was like a Santa back, mm-hmm. and in it were keys to a real kind of old car that my brother got because he was i think 18 at the time wow and uh american girl doll oh 
Gosh, I don't I know. Really? I didn't know that you were that but it, I was kind of older. No, cuz I was homeschooled. I was a little oh, delayed. So you're like 20. I was probably <laughs> <still> <laughs> adults at 20. Yeah. But I did have a I had you were six engaged. I think I had six cabbage patch and kids. And Bruce was Y'all, like, Y'all, I was so it. spoiled. Six cabbage patch kids. Six. My gosh. first one though came from Holland. And I'm not even kidding. Wow. Wow. Because there were none here. They were so popular. My dad was traveling for work. Mm -hmm. They were covered in dust in Holland. Oh. Like. Yeah. And so the coolest part was the birth certificate was in Dutch. And every year I would get a birthday card Mm -hmm. in Dutch. Wow. Okay. So I'm just going to say this. I feel like your kids are getting the raw end of the deal because- (laughs) Heather McFadden was getting like fabulousness every Christmas. And this, I mean, literally she's cross-stitching something probably for one of her kids right now. And this is your maid gift. I almost had the cross-stitching out right here. Oh, you really do cross-stitch? This is the great thing about our relationship because as well as I know you, there's so many things I don't know. I just keep learning. And so then I mock something like when I, and then I mock something like cross-stitching. No offense, y'all, if you cross-stitch. And then Heather literally points across the room and I'm like, It was, uh, it's an embroidery. It says, consider the wildflowers. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, but we did get a listener question. Should we hop into that? Please. Mid episode. Uh, here it is. Hey, Heather. I'm trying to just figure out how to make Christmas meaningful without all the stuff um, our family tries to serve and give back. But I really want to create a culture of excitement and fun, pointing to Jesus, but also just getting away from adding more into our home. Please help us with any suggestions you might have. Thanks. Well, she's, you know, after all that talk about stuff. Right. I hope you feel mad. <laughs> and I'm getting ready to go home and get my cross stitching out. Um, okay. What, yeah. what, do you, what tips do you have for her? Because I know we've processed this as moms. Like, do you do a Jesse tree or a kind of? Tracy, it's Advent related. <laughs> Jesse tree. Where does the source of Jesse tree? Do you know? I'm not sure I know. Thanks for putting me on the spot, though. Good times. Jesse is the father of David, King David. And so you're basically going through the Old Testament, through the lineage, the story of God's people. So we do one that's called like the promise tree. Why you got to do everything so different? (laughs) Okay, what's the promise tree? I got it passed down to me from my sister. And she had pre-made all the felt ornaments that you put on the tree. And it had this little Devo that goes with it. And it is basically a Jesse tree. Gotcha. And I think I've done an episode on this if y'all want to go back and listen to that. it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But you like every night are reading a story of the Old Testament that talks about God's promise of how he's going to redeem and restore through the Messiah, Mm -hmm. Jesus. So Mm -hmm. it points to Jesus, the Jesse tree. Yeah. So that's one meaningful thing we've done. Yeah. How do you keep serving and giving in Jesus central? Okay. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things I could say, but I will say this. In the last few years, I've figured out if I am keeping it central where I am like grounding myself in the Lord during the season, Mm -hmm. then it naturally outpours to my people. And so I think I spent so long Mm -hmm. trying to make sure that, uh, do I have this for my kids? And are we doing this at night and all this? And then I'm like, it's just further frazzling me. And so I have gotten, so I'm, I'm making it all about me for just one second, everyone. But I love the Christmas tree lights. Like, I don't know what it is. And so I have, I got a timer last year. I know everybody has a timer, but the Yanoffs, but I finally got a timer and they come on early and I get up early and I buy, I try to buy a new Christmas Devo for myself every year. Yeah. And then I get up, I'm especially early 
during the whole season and I read my new devotional, I'll read the Bible. And then from that, I feel like there's just a natural outpouring of it being more central in our family because I talked to my kids about it. Like over breakfast, I'm like, Hey, you guys, I was reading this morning. Do you remember this? And so all, you know, it kind of pours into that. Even when like, I just try to be intentional, not adding things in, but like a Christmas song comes on. I'm like, Oh my gosh, actually my devotional last year was all about Christmas songs. Did you know that this was written by so-and-so? And so so I just kind of, I try to keep it in the vernacular in the ordinary, just as we're going about talking out things. And so, yes, I could give you a thousand things we do traditions or, or the way we serve or all those other things. But I really found for me, and I would just encourage listeners like ground yourself in the season. And then I feel like it just naturally starts overflowing in all the other things. Like a God centered mom. I don't know. Somebody should write that book. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah, uh, maybe. Did that ever a make a book title? It didn't make a book title, did it? No. It was just somebody your first... else did a gospel-centered mom. Did you sue him? No, it's a friend. We'll do that later. Um. So, have you read Paul David Tripp's Christmas? Have you done his? Um. Y- yes, last year, and it was so good. It's amazing. If y'all haven't done that one, yeah, we'll link that. We'll link to that. That's a good one. I, I definitely think everything around you is distracting, mm-hmm. frenzied. I'm already feeling it from, you're just on Instagram for five minutes and it's like this amazingly decorated tree and mm-hmm. I'm feeling less than. And she even called the tree sangria. I'm just saying, like it had candles in it and these giant red balls and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me that I don't know how to decorate a tree this beautifully? But then I was like, pause. Yeah. What is important to us? What is important to our family? Is it a perfectly decorated tree? No, never has been. Never has been. Right. It is It is getting back to the whole point and you can so easily get caught up in even your traditions, your family traditions or your mm-hmm. making memories you that can. you miss the point. I mean, I, there was a friend of mine, Truth in the Tensile. That's what she wrote. Okay. Uh, oh, Amanda. We did that episode on here. But I was doing her devos because it's for real little kids, if you yeah. all have little kids. And we just finished the one where it was the prophecy of John the Baptist being born and the dad can't talk, you know, until right. he's born. And mm-hmm. his name is John is his first words. And we made the little ornaments that go along with it. And we're going to put them on the tree. And I've shared this story before. But <laughs> we go to put them on the tree. And my one-year-old or maybe two-year-old, instead of just hanging on the tree, he's on the couch and he leaps <laughs> into the tree yes, elf style because uh-huh. we just watched the movie and the entire tree Fell. falls down yeah. all these ornaments break i'm crying i'm literally saying the words you've ruined christmas <laughs> i love it i mean i mean we've all had that moment what how in the world can a two-year-old ruin christmas if it's really about what it's about and is it really about a couple broken ornaments and a tree falling no. over no no i called my i called one no. of my kids a jerk on the way to christmas <laughs> eve service last year yeah and That's i still real. stand by it but <laughs> it was not the right time right. or methodology so everyone i'm gonna say what we always say give yourself a break everyone we're doing the best we're, we're we doing can. the best we can we're doing it and so you're gonna they're gonna break yeah. some ornaments and you're gonna tell them they ruined christmas <laughs> and i'm gonna scream at the i'm gonna tell one of mine they were jerk and they, and they were but i mean let's let's refine that a little bit but okay well I'm so you do you do devo i do want to say like what's a couple other things like that yeah. help help keep the intentionality or just like some anchors i think i mentioned in last mm-hmm. episode with emily lay or two episodes ago that you pick Three. What are three memories you want to make? Mm-hmm. I say, what are three places that are your 
foundations. And I love that that time with Jesus for you is one of them. Yeah. We sweat. You know, the other thing we do is this is really weird, but we go back to our old church during Christmas hmm. um, instead of our regular one, because I really love like the Christmas carols and the kind of the, the big orchestra like that. And so my kids like every year they're like, okay, are we going to start going back to our other church? Um, just during Christmas, we do that. And so that's something that's kind of like maybe a tradition, but also anchors us back, mm. you know, and just the nostalgia of, but, but putting all those traditions around, faith. And so that's another thing we do just being very intentional about church. I think, you know, being there, being present, um, talking about it, those kind of, that's another one. Um, I'm trying to think like real yeah. practical things. I'm not sure I'm that helpful. I am real big on a good Christmas Eve service. Yeah, me too. Even yeah. if you've forgotten, like even if you mm. started the Jesse tree December 1st, and then you have just haven't done anything since ruined December 8th Christmas. and you've ruined Christmas. I even created like a little PDF that people can print off that they could do the Christmas Eve service at home. If you have little kids yeah. or, you know, sickness this time of year, you miss, you can't go to church. I mean, I have a sad, sad story. You ready for sad? We're going to bring this sidetrack down. Wow. Yeah. You Let's ready? do this, everyone. Um, It was my dad's last Christmas and we're in Florida. Mm-hmm. We're in Orlando. We all went to a Christmas Eve service, but he was so sick he couldn't yeah. go with us. But I had that PDF and I pulled it up and we were able to do a little Christmas Eve service together. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, the candlelight services where yeah. you like, you know, and you go through the songs, you go through the scripture. To me, that's, if anything, it's kind of like to remove any guilt of like, oh my gosh, I've missed the mark. It's like, okay, you haven't. I also love when I interviewed um, Tish Oxenreiter. Okay. In the church calendar, real Christmas starts Christmas Day. Yeah. So like those days following December 25th are technically the Christmas on the church calendar. So that's when you can start working through some traditions if you're like, man, we were so busy leading up and now we've got all this time, but it's too late. It's not too late. Yeah. Just felt like, oh, you can Mm -hmm. still like soak in the time and the memories together. That's right. That's right. Because really family and connection, that's still holy. Yeah. That's still set apart in a world that's so divided and yeah. disconnected. So well, don't discount. Right. Like if it's something your family loves. Did you ever watch the TV show with the triplets? What's it called? Where it, It's like you cry every episode you watch. The triplets? I oh, oh, oh. This is us? This is us. I didn't. You we, never watched it? We were doing foster care during that. And everybody said stay not, stare yeah, clear for a little while. Good idea. Um, but there's an episode where like holiday i think it's thanksgiving goes totally south for them Mm -hmm. and they end up in some horrible motel and they do like totally different traditions than normal but that became their thing interesting so even as adults they were redoing this thing it's it's like let go of the it should look like this Mm -hmm. to be your what is your family love yeah do you love christmas movies do you do y'all watch christmas movies you say yeah 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 like do you have a list like are there like we have to hit these yes. 25 there's movies. Like, yeah, there's four or five that we watch. Four or five. That's all we have time for, Heather, because oh I overbook us. Gosh. Everyone, okay. listen, just. We're just me- talking about simplifying and you Well, that's fine. You okay. can, I mean, I don't, I'm trying not to be a hypocrite. I'm just listening because <laughs> nobody runs around more crazy than us. It's so great to reminisce and remember past Christmases and stories with my family and Cynthia with hers. But there's such a good gift in having your parents or your grandparents record their stories. And so I would love to connect you with a great gift idea. It's called Story Worth. And if you haven't heard of it, let me tell you how it works. It's an online service and it helps you 
and your loved ones preserve these precious memories and stories for years to come. It is such a meaningful gift. I have a friend and she ordered it for her parents and for her husband's parents. And what she thought was interesting is how uniquely each person responded to the prompt. So basically, every week, StoryWorth will email your relative or a friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from a pool of possible options, and then they send in their response. And some people are going to send in a one-sentence response. Uh, What's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see in the future, what would you want to find out? I remember reading my mom's answer to what was your first job? And I had no idea that she worked in a library and just reading her story about that, I learned something new about my mom. Well, after a year, StoryWorth will compile all your loved one's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. And my friend who bought this for both sets of parents, in-laws, and her own, she says it's super interesting how one of the parents, she just like, they wrote tons and tons, and it was so great to have this keepsake that she can keep in her living room and they can look over and read and that she may not had if she hadn't have asked these questions. With StoryWorth, you can give those you love a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserve their memories and stories for years to come. So go to storyworth.com slash DMA and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash DMA to save $10 on your first purchase. I'm loving that our sponsors in this episode are all about keeping the memories because that is my favorite thing about the holiday season. And this option is a new partnership I have with Persnickety Box. It helps you save kids one photo at a time. So the next generation may be the most photographed, but also the most forgotten. Persnickety Box is built by moms for moms. Since baby books and scrapbooking can be overwhelming, the Persnickety Box app is the most simple way to get photos off of your phone and organized into a tangible system for your kids. It's inspired by Tinder. You simply swipe 30 of your favorite photos into the Persnickety Box app, and then you will get real four by four inch Fuji quality prints in an eco-friendly keepsake story box. Your kids deserve more than an Instagram account. There's no guarantee that the computer tomorrow will be able to read the photos you take today. So download the Persnickety Box app on iOS and Google Play and start swiping today. I went in there and I was able to swipe up pictures from our Maui trip, pictures from this fall that I wanted to have copies of, and even a picture of a from a friend's party, a birthday party that I want to send her in a card and just tell her I'm thinking about her. A new box opens each month. You just fill it. You close it when you're ready. You could even gift or ship a box to one of your grandparents. You could add a photo album or a frame and start creating a memory system that works for you. I also loved on the boxes, you can write on the box what pictures are in it. You can write who, what, when, where on each side of the box. For $19.99 a month, you can pause or cancel anytime. You get 50% off your first box with the code DMA. So go to Persnickety Box. In your app store, use that code DMA for 50% off your first box. You can even gift a year of photos this holiday with the Persnickety Box Ultimate Photo Box, which includes a year subscription, a one-year subscription, an acrylic frame, and a photo album for $199. So go to persnicketybox.com for more information. But really, like to what? Like parties? 
yeah, gatherings, parties. Do you buy tickets to stuff? Like, are you going to the Nutcracker? Are you going to... Oh, we're not nearly refined enough (laughs) to go to the Nutcracker. Please stop yourself right there. (laughs) Um, But no, I mean, we'll go to one ticketed event. But then like, you know, our friends are having this or... But I wanted to... This is like totally... Can I shift gears for one second? 100%. I have one fun thing that you guys need to do that... Okay. For especially older kids that we... One of my friends told us about that we started doing last year, everyone loves, and it was fun. And most, all my kids liked it. And so you go to the Walmarts and everybody gets $5. Okay. And so everybody has $5 parents, kids, and you're gonna do it with your friends or whoever. Like we did a, we did a bigger group, $5 and you have to buy the best gift you can find for $5. Okay. Well, I mean, it's great at Walmart. Cause I mean, we're not talking best, like nice. That's not how the Yanoffs roll. I mean, like funniest, most creative. I, I don't want to point out that one of us may or may not have gotten like a size 22 thong. And these <laughs> like, um, like, I mean, anything you want it, whatever flies in your family, y'all are probably more refined and maybe it doesn't look like the Ganoffs. But anyway, so you bring it back, you hide your little gift, you pay for it, you bring it back to the house and every whoever hosting has all the wrapping paper out and each, everybody goes and wraps with you. And then you have dinner and you laugh and talk and all the things. And then you do the gift exchange and it's so much fun to see what people show up with. And then like everyone. Like, takes- do you have a name? Like, are you buying for, or no. is it like you pull a name out or is no. it like white elephant? It's kind of white elephant ish. Okay. And so, so like you get number five and so yeah. you're the And some people person. are like all okay. serious. They're like, somebody found like a $5 mini crock pot pioneer woman's. And I'm like, oh, that's so waste. That's way, that's higher brow than Cynthia Yanoff goes. <laughs> I mean, I'm finding the junkiest stuff. So, and then you all do it. It's so fun. And then after, at the end of that, then like we all just kind kind of talked about Christmas memories and the Lord and prayed and it was really fun like a fun way to end it yeah. but that's a good easy like gathering so I'm into those kind of things like the more I we yeah. can get invited to or plan I'm all in to the have fun you ever done like nights. a favorite things party I I host are you being funny no I'm serious oh I host one every year <laughs> no offense um and it's, where's the invite again Where's the invite? Yes, I host one every year and it's gotten a little big. So I've been kind of trying to scale it back a little bit. But I've So I'm uninvited. Probably, yeah. Okay. You, well, you were never on the list, <laughs> but now it's awkward. But yeah, and I love that too. But just fun, all the things. How do you organize the favorite things? It's white, like the same as a white elephant, but it's not white. You elephant. just bring one. Everybody brings one for okay. it's not like you have to bring or... one for everybody. No, 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 no. Because have you seen those before? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's too much. A lot. So. But, you know, uh, uh, back to the one other thing, back to this whole idea of trying to, like, centralize everything on our faith in December. Yes, like we totally should. But we should be doing that all the time. And so I just want to give you a break that, like, you may get it right in October and November. And if you miss it a little in December, it's okay. And I think that our kids are also so busy and preoccupied that, like. At the end of the day, we have an entire year. Every day, every little thing is a vote in favor of our faith that we're doing intentionally. Yeah. So that's okay. Like, yeah, that's what okay. I have said when people are like Santa or no Santa. Does Santa confuse them? And I'm like, I have been talking to Jesus like the entire yeah. year. I don't think there's confusion on where we fall. And I love how you said that. Like this, this faith, like giving, serving, faith, how you treat your neighbor, yeah. that's a whole year thing. Yes. So you're probably already invested in place. And if you're not, maybe December is a great time to start. Mm-hmm. But we didn't talk about serving. Have you guys ever done service yes. as a family? Like, what do y'all do? Do well, you have like a traditional thing or just 
whatever we're gets popped We're into super your... involved with a place here in Dallas. And so we do, I've told you, four sandwiches on sack lunches all summer long. Every Tuesday, we have a house full of people and we make sack lunches for kids that don't get free lunches during the school year. And so we do it every Tuesday and they, they um, offer it up every Wednesday at their grocery store. So we have this like deal we do with them all summer. So we just kind of spin off of that. And if they have camps or they have different things, then we provide either lunches and food. But what I love about this is it's hands-on for our kids and all their friends. So we're involved with that, which I love. But my challenge is this to people. That's very niche to what we do. I try very hard when we serve in December to serve in a way where my kids have sweat equity and it does not, if possible, involve my debit card very much. Right. Because it's so easy and there's great things out there. I'm so glad they have angel trees and all that, but it's, you know, for my kids just to go buy gifts on my debit card doesn't have the same impact as if they are starting to finishing something. Yeah. And so when they were younger and we still do this sometimes, we'd gather their friends and we'd do random acts of kindness and print off little things that said this was a random act of kindness. And so we would put dollar bills on the back of cereal boxes at the dollar store. We would go to the hospital and put change and tape it on the machine where you'd get Cokes and stuff. We would hand out balloons at the park to kids, like maybe a part of town that we wouldn't typically be in. Very intentional. What a random acts of kindness we can do. Well, that's like Courtney DeFeo's light them up. Oh, what does she do? She has that, like a hundred different things like that. And one year I did it with the boys and we took like candy canes and we're passing them out to the people that were working in the stores and like totally and like money on different coin machines for kids and things. I think those are fantastic. We, our church has a center for refugees yeah, and they host this really great holiday event where they, you've all donated the gifts, but the parents get to go. There's like dignity involved. The parents come, they shop for their children. And then they get to, and while they're shopping and we wrap the gifts, my kids are usually with the kids entertaining them and there's games and food and and just like a fun experience for the kids and the parents and the parents just have so much joy mm-hmm. that they're a part of like yeah they I don't get, know. yeah they, I like that they're wanting to give their kids stuff and not always an option when you're new to a, a country yeah. anyway so I've I've lo- I like that start to finish sweat equity like getting involved with a community that you're maybe not Same. interacting with every day I think you know have you ever done like Cook a different type of cookie every day in December and what give them away. With you? I heard this. This no. is a thing. No. Nobody. Y'all don't do that. <laughs> no, that's. Who, do you make Pioneer Woman cinnamon rolls? Um, No, but I like when once? people deliver them. They're so good. They're so no. good. Have you ever tried once? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've tried it. It's not as easy. Everyone's like, oh, it's just nothing. I'm like, oh, it's something. It's your whole day. Can I tell you, Um, I put this in one of a thing I sent out for Mesmerize the other day. Okay, you guys. Thanksgiving. We just, it just passed. So I'm just going to say this, that pioneer woman has a pumpkin chocolate chip type pie, pumpkin pie type thing. And nobody, nobody really likes pumpkin pie. I'm like, I'm going to try this chocolate chip number, whatever. Okay. You guys, I missed a step. I don't know what happened. The consistency wasn't right. I took it to, I I, leave it at home. No, I took it to the family Thanksgiving. Yes, I did. I have two older brothers. I don't need to say much more, but two older brothers are always two older brothers and they're just heinous. I love them, but they're heinous. I show up with this pie with bad consistency that is brown that they called pyorrhea. (laughs) It's It's like the help. (laughs) 
Honestly, the pie she made. I mean, Reed Drummond has never been more insulted than when my pyrea. And I told people, it's Reed Reed Drummond's recipe. Did you take a picture of this pie? No, I wish I would have. Because this is like 10 years ago. Have you ever tried to remake it? No. Maybe I will this year. Maybe this is the year. Maybe Heather and I are going to make it. of the Rhea. Okay, you guys. Every time I show up at a family, anything. It doesn't matter if it's Easter or whatever. My brothers go and get the dish I brought and they shake it. Like if I brought the pineapple casserole, they shake it like, guys, I think we're okay. Nobody needs to get the straws. Like the pyrea. So anyway, all that to say, do you think I have any business over there trying to make the cinnamon rolls? Like, can you imagine what my family? Why are you making new recipes? I don't know. Are you trying to impress? You're trying to impress everybody. And it worked the opposite. The pyrea, everyone. That's... (laughs) That's what I leave you with. Don't make pyrea this Christmas. No, don't do it. But don't do drink do some eggnog, some wassail. No, I and don't. hey, one last thing. <laughs> Stop gagging; it's rude. One last thing. This is the time of year, though. I do like to start as we're getting closer to the new year. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll talk about more of this in January. But it is like I try to take December to evaluate mm. what worked this year, what didn't work this year. Yeah. And so I think December also, I know it's busy, but I also try to get a little introspective um, and start yeah. looking and asking my kids too. I'm like, well, what didn't work this year? Yeah. The Pyrea didn't work one year. That's for sure, everyone. <laughs> that's but, a good um, reflection. That part. might be a good thing to think about as yeah. the year wraps up and you're going to the next year. Like what, what can we lean into that was working and what isn't? That was the, the Cultivate What Matters. Have you heard of that company? Cultivate What Matters? Mm-mm. They have power sheets that they have sent me in the past. I no longer get them for free. But that was the tool I would use over Christmas break. And I would look – it was a lot of reflection questions. Yeah. You, I rated it last year and I'm rating these areas of my life, eight areas of my life, like my spiritual life, my financial, my well, work, yeah. my family, my relationship with Bruce, like eight different areas to narrow in on what needs some attention, what needs some cultivating. Right. and Or what what is – wow, man, I haven't even noticed. This is so much better in, now in December than it was in January right. and what I was struggling with and what was hard and like kind of casting vision. I like that. I think that's a good thing to be thinking. Because you can't be working on all the things all the time. No, but what was working, what wasn't. And listen, I don't, I, I mean, I hate to do this, but I'm really good at making a pretty Christmas tree and I feel like that's not working for you now that you said. No, it's not. No, so maybe we'll. we'll no, one year about. I thought, oh, I'll buy this thick, like furry textured white ribbon and Uh-oh. drape it on my tree. And I was so proud of it. And I showed a friend a picture and she goes, it looks like toilet paper. <laughs> and I was like, my like kind of person. and done. And we'll take and that scene. No, down. I love a good homemade ornament. Oh, I do too. I do too. Yeah. And, and I love the like, un, like having the kids help and them saying, oh, look at my handprint from when I was a newborn. Me too. And, and then bigger. I rearrange their, their stinko what? things in the back once they've gone Why? to bed. I mean, that was a, because we have cuter ones, but okay. Well, listen, we maybe <laughs> we've got a lot we could put on Instagram for you guys yeah, to see we'd love our to trees. Hear your we'd like to see answers. your trees. Yeah. We'd like to see what you're doing better than we are. I'd like to see your pie from Thanksgiving. If you made one with the right consistency, DM us that. Please send us your pie. It makes me happy when people DM to both of us, which happens Yeah, some. and leave your sweet reviews. It's very kind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they do leave sweet reviews. Really I don't know. sweet reviews. I don't know. And some people, like, some people are like, y'all should do this every week. And Heather and I are like, I don't think you want yeah. that much of us. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, people. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Okay, bye. Thanks, y'all, for getting sidetracked again with Cynthia and I. I am going to pray over our holiday season. Lord, I thank you that you came, that you are our living hope. 
that you did not leave us stranded and that you sent a savior and that is Jesus. I thank you that we live in this kingdom time, that we get to reign with you, that we have power because you came. And I thank you, Lord, that we get to celebrate your birth in this season. I pray, Lord, that you would give us conversations we can have with our kids that are woven into each day, that we would find the joy in the mundane moments, that we wouldn't be so overscheduled and busy that we miss finding you. I pray for us to connect with you, God, that you can bring to mind what is most important for our own unique families in this particular season, that we can fill that space with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, y'all, I do hope that you know what matters to your family, what memories you want to make, what worked well last year, and what you want to do again, and what maybe it's okay to get rid of. I will see you on Monday back here with a new episode of Don't Mom Alone. And Cynthia and I will be back first week, first Friday of January. Have a happy new year and a Merry Christmas.